Welcome to episode 43, where we will be speaking to Sam Silver, who is a veteran and a realtor in California. If you've been thinking about buying a house, selling a house, or maybe you're in the middle of buying a house, knowing some of those tips and tricks to get you through that process can be critical. So listen in as Sam gives you some really well thought out tips for buying, selling, or maybe you've even lost your VA certificate. He can tell you how to do that also. So without further ado, let's get on with the interview. Welcome, my sisters in service and everyone listening today. Welcome to episode 43. Of course, I'm your host, Kat Corchado, and our guest today is Sam Silver. He is a realtor in the Ventura, Los Angeles, and Santa Clarita Valley areas in not other than California. Hi, Sam. How are you? Good morning. I am wonderful, Kat. How are you? I'm good. All is well here. Um, how is California right now? How's it doing? Uh, it's extremely busy. Uh, interest rates are still low, so there's a lot of buyers still out there. Uh, my listings stay on the market for maybe a week, maybe a little longer. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of a shift in the market. Uh, mm-hmm. So people are... We're seeing more of the downturn of the prices. You'll see more of the, in the, in the multiple listing service, we have these little arrows. The little red arrows means that house prices have been lowered from their original listing price. Yes. So the listing agent has to be more, uh, has to explain to their client better about the shift in the market. We're not having a bubble. We're having a shift. Mm-hmm. However, when you talk about the winter months, the fall months, generally those are the, the quieter times. Okay. Let's, before we get too much into that, I want people to know who you are. So tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Uh, my name is Sam Silver, and I am an Army veteran. And I went into the military right after high school. And I did a little over a year and I had injured my knees in service. Uh, So I stayed as long as I could. And unfortunately, uh, my knees weren't allowing me to continue with my service. I was planning on making it a career. Uh, But I developed a condition in both my knees called chondromalacia, which is the deterioration of the cartilage in the kneecaps. So I'm a, I'm a 50% disabled vet. And after I got received my honorable medical discharge, I decided I was going into sales. And because I come from a long line of salespeople. My grandfather worked for a company called Consolidated Cigar Company. And they used to, he used to go into the thrifties or the Rite Aids and he used to stock their shelves and set up their equipment and their racks. And no one ever had a negative world word to say about my, my grandfather. His name is Sydney. And my, one of my daughters, her name is Sydney as well. Um, I love that. 
Yeah, she's she's uh, she's my special one. She she's got uh, special needs. So she is a fighter. She is a feisty one, and um, very much like my grandfather in a lot of ways. And he used to sell. He used to sell to the to the um, the Rite Aids in the in the uh, in the thrifties. They were thrifties back then. Now the Rite Aids. And he never retired. He did that until he passed away. And he passed away. He had he had a heart attack. He had a quadruple bypass. Unfortunately, he was not very old. I mean, he was in his sixties. And I just remember going around with him to his route as a small kid and everyone knew him and everyone loved him. And, and when you died, that says a lot about a person when somebody dies and you see how many people come out and how many people just love the person. He touched a lot of lives in what he did. Absolutely. He touched a lot lot of of lives in what he did. And he was, he was just a good person. He was uh, also military. Um, unfortunately, my grandmother had broken her back, so he had to get a discharge just because he was the only uh, breadwinner. And he had to come home and, and take care of my, my grandma. Always giving back. Always taking care of others. He had, uh, there were five siblings, and whoever woke up early, Got the socks. That's the way it was back then. <laughs> Hopefully, not all five of them woke up at the same time. <laughs> no, he was he was the early riser. He was the early riser, and he was ever all the way from when he was a kid to when he was an adult. And when he passed away, he was still up at four o'clock in the morning and reading the newspaper, watching golf, and things like that. Um, so, how long so, have you been a realtor? I've been a realtor for 20 years and I've sold houses all the way from Long Beach to Riverside to San Bernardino to Ventura, uh, LA, and uh, also the Antelope Valley, which is uh, Lancaster, Palmdale, California. I go where where my clients need me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to actually go and get a listing in Beaumont at the end of the month. And that's a couple hours from me. Mm-hmm. However, I go there for referrals. I go there for people that, you know, are looking for somebody to take a good care of them and to make sure that their houses get sold and to have a human behind the contracts. Right. Because I believe in these relationships are relationships first. We're dealing with people. Yes. We're dealing with the biggest and emotions and feelings emotions <laughs> and, pe- and feelings. And I'll give you a quick example. I just closed a transaction with prior military, uh, prior police um, officers. Uh, one of them was hundred percent disabled for the military. So he was in the, he was in the sandbox. He was over there and he was, he's, he's my alumni. He was, we went to high school and junior high together. And I asked him, I said, out of all these, we have a lot of realtors from our, from our high school. And out of all these people, you know, why did you pick me? 
because I, I ask those questions because I'm, I'm just curious. So I know I'm doing the right things with my marketing and things like that. Of course. And his answer was, I really like that you get back to the heroes of the community. I really like you're a good person. I really, I really like you. You're a good person. And I was like, wow, that just, that just says it all. So well, that's I'm a good segue. Right. Yeah, that's a Absolutely. good segue into my next question, which is, how are you different from other realtors? Now, I'm going to caveat that by saying this. Realtors are like personal trainers. They're everywhere. Okay. There's, mm-hmm. So you have to figure out what makes you different. So what makes you different from other realtors? Well, my purpose and passion I'll go back a little ways. My my twins, my my twin daughters who are now 16 years old were 211 and 215 when they were born. So I'm just giving a little backstory. And they were each of them fit in one of my hands just like a rag doll. And they were floppy like a rag doll. I mean, they, we didn't know if they were going to live. It, it was very scary. Three months in the NICU in Loma Linda Hospital, those nurses and medical staff are just absolutely amazing. I don't know how they do it and, and keep their composure when they see these babies that may not live. So about three years ago, I decided to make it my purpose from the pain that I dealt with in the hospital and to focus on those heroes in the community, nurses, doctors, medical personnel, police, firefighters, uh, nonprofits, government agencies, all these, all these, um, of course, military and veterans like ourselves, all of these incredible servants and heroes in our community, I give 20% of my gross back to them when they use my services. That's amazing. And it's, and when I wake up in the morning, I'm, my goal is to find out who the next hero is, who, who in my community doesn't know about my services, doesn't know what I do and needs to know because I feel they need to know about it because of not only the way I, I take care of them, just like their brother, sister, a family member, they need to know because they're going to, get a really really incredible savings yeah that is a savings that's huge now i know that the market has been just crazy i mean yes we've been i know you've probably even dealt with some things that you normally wouldn't see in a regular i don't know if you could call real estate a regular market but you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) so what kinds of things have you seen like for instance i've heard of potential buyers foregoing an inspection because they just want to be, they just want to be the ones to, to get the house. Have you seen things like this happening? And do you, what do you, how do you advise people when they say they want to bypass the inspection? Inspections are so important. They're so important that we have a waiver form that if somebody does not take our professional opinion about getting an inspection, they have to sign that waiver form. So something down the line happens with full disclosure, they understood that 
we were trying to protect them. Right. And this is, this is why you get inspection and you can get several inspections. You can get a, first you get a physical inspection. Then you can get a roof inspection. You can get a, um, a seismic, um, I'm trying to geological inspection. Like if you have a house and say it's got a mountain behind it and you think that mountain's going to come down, you can have a, um, a geological inspection, a chimney inspection, which I advise anyone to get a chimney inspection if you have an older house, because of the fact that if you go to light that chimney up, if there's pieces missing, you can use, you can have a fire in your house. So that is an incredible, incredibly needed inspection when you're buying a new house, especially an older house. Right. Um, there's a lot you don't see in an inspection. You can have a, a, a basic physical inspection. There's still things that that inspector is not going to be able to see. So that's why those other inspections mm-hmm. are there. And I have a laundry list and get like, there's like 20 or 30 different inspections you can actually get. Maybe not 30, but mm-hmm. there's a, a decent amount of inspections you can get. Um, just it's the buyer's right to do that. And the buyer right. pays for that. So right. it's an investment in purchasing their house. It's in their own good interest to do it though. You know, and depending on where you live, that list of inspections could be longer, could be shorter, but it's, it's kind of like buying a car. You know, you look at, you know, if you just look at the car and says, Hey, it looks good. And then as soon as you put the key in the inspection or the key in the ignition, and then the, the, you know, the tires fall off to the side (laughs) and you're like, wait, but it looked great. What happened? So let me ask you a little bit about veterans using their VA certificate. Do you advise veterans on how to use their VA benefits to buy a house? Yes. Yes, I do. And I have, I have lenders that are specifically uh, veteran and hero lenders that do an incredible job for me. I have, um, I have used my VA several times. I've also refinanced using my VA. So you can get your certificate from the VA for your uh, benefits. However, anybody that has a lender that's worth their weight in gold, the lender will go get it for you. So you don't have to come to them with that certificate. However, if you're in the process and you know you want to buy a house, if you get that certificate, it's better. And you can hand it to the to the lender and say, "Here you go. I got my certificate. So where go, where do we go next?" And if they want a good lender all the way around the country, I can find one for them. I know a lot of them. I mean, I'm on the clubhouse all the time, and there's some great lenders. I know. In there. I see you. I see you. I hear you on clubhouse. I'll like up there, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> So let me ask you this question. What if a veteran has lost their VA certificate? Can the financing organization, whoever they go to, are they able to get it back for them or do they go through you to get, how do they go through getting that back? Yes, they can get that back. And you can use your VA more than once, once it's paid off. And you can use your VA to buy multi-units. 
as well. So, and then you can partner if you know, if you're say, say your brother's a veteran and you're a veteran and you could partner with a, another veteran and buy multi-units and get like a bigger, bigger, um, uh, more doors, right? more rental properties. As long as the veteran is living in one of the, one of the places, one of the apartments or one of the condos. As long as the veteran is living in one of the units, they can buy a multi-unit, which is wonderful. And a lot of veterans don't understand that. Right. I know that my husband and I both uh, were veterans and both of us have individual VA certificates. So Mm -hmm. one time we'll use his, another time they'll use mine, you know? And so that's a, that's a common thing that, that veterans think they, you know, and it used to be that way. Okay. Let me. It used to be that you could only use it once. This is way, way, way back in the day. You know, you yes. used it once and it was done. Now you can you can use it over and over. And the in, there's is there a yearly increase in how in what the the average amount that you can get on a VA certificate? You know, the amount of money for a house. You know, it's doesn't funny. that go up yearly or or not yearly? Correct me if I'm wrong. It, it depends in the area. It depends okay. in the state. There's a lot of things that it depends on, and that's what your lender will be able to tell you. Um, something really cool recently is there's no limit on the VA. There's no limit. No. Are you serious? I am serious. There's no limit. They made it so there's no limit on your VA as long as you can qualify for oh, it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there the limit, it is. <laughs> the sky's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> the sky's the limit as far as what they'll give you. I was about to go but, by my mansion. And <laughs> I have to say, and it depends on what you're able to afford, what you can qualify for. Right. You don't want to be house poor. There's nothing Absolutely worse than not. living in a beautiful house with no furniture. You know, there's nothing else in there, but it looks great. (laughs) No lights. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I've talked people, I think I've talked more people out of a house than into a house because I look at it and say, okay, well, this is what the mortgage is. First thing I I, I try to do is, is do a little triage. I want to find out what they're comfortable paying because you start with that. And then you can back in to say $4,000 a month. Okay. You can back it in using a formula mm-hmm. to understand what they would qualify for. So, and lenders are really good at that because they want to make sure that principal interest taxes and insurance are part of it. If you're maybe 20 or if you're not, if you're not a specific type of loan. So you have to pay principal interest taxes and insurance. Right. So, and then there's house expenses. There's closing costs. And even with your VA zero down. Now, this is an education. Zero down does not mean zero. Because if you're buying a house, the seller of that house wants to see that you have skin in the game. Exactly. So you have to put a deposit. And depending on your agent, they'll advise you. I always advise my clients 3% is what you should do when it comes to deposit. 
because it makes them realize that you're serious about what you're doing. And if you back out because of an issue that isn't uh, a contract issue, contingency issue, then you can lose that money. And the last 20 years, I have never lost my client's money. So I've always been able to take care of them and make sure they got their, got their money back. So that's marketing right there. (laughs) That is, that is, I've never lost my client's money. I've never been written up under the DRE. There's a lot of things that we have to do to protect our licenses, but there's people out there that are lazy. And I've seen, I've seen when you go look someone's license up and you see something that they've had against their license, it's like, Oh God, do I want to do this transaction with this person? Yes. Um, (laughs) So you just make sure you follow them up a lot. Yeah. I have my realtor license in North Carolina. I just wasn't a fan of the business. It just wasn't my deal. I did. I still keep up my license though. I am not going through that again. I, I went through too much to get it, to let it go like that. So exactly. some work- you can get 25% referral fee. Send me the link. Who wants to go to California? I need people on the East Coast for my team. Come on, Kat. Let's do it. <laughs> so Sam, what kind of words of advice would you give for buyers, especially right now? We're seeing a little bit of a downtrend in, you know, sellers thinking they can double, triple their, their house, you know, how much they can pay for it or how much they want for it. But when you're working with veterans with a VA loan and and they keep getting, you know, they find a house and they keep getting beat. What kind of advice would you give for first time home buyers who are also veterans? Basically what it comes down to is how bad do you want the home? How bad do you want the home? If you find a home, perfect place, perfect condition, are you going to be able to find that home someplace else? And to be competitive, those waivers, waiving contingencies are right now kind of necessary. And I let people know, I said, first of all, I'm not going to tell you what to do because that's not my job. My job is to advise you what the market's doing now. and what I'm seeing in the market currently because I'm out there every day and what I'm hearing from agents across the country. So having, having your finger on the pulse in your local area is very important. Having your finger on the pulse in other parts of the, the United States is even more important because you could see trends from other States before Mm -hmm. they hit. So my job is to educate them and to give them their options. My options job is not good. to tell. <laughs> Absolutely. My job is not to tell somebody what to do because when it comes to a buyer, it's not my money. When it comes to the seller, it's not my house. Right. So it's a communication thing. We have to communicate every week. We communicate, you know, on my calendar, say we, decide that in the contract when we're we're going to communicate on Thursdays. Every Thursday we're going to communicate with our cell phone, 
email, whatever is more comfortable for you. Right. And that's very important for an agent to know if there's agents out there that want to get into real or people that want to get into real estate or uh, people that are in real estate and they maybe want to um, look at my mentorship program. I'm, I'm open to talk a little bit about that if you're if we have the time. Sure. Just one more question. I do know that, you know, when I was doing real estate, one of the questions I would ask a buyer is what's the one thing your house has to have in it or else you won't go look at it. Like your perfect house. Mm -hmm. They say it's got to have, I don't know, a chef's kitchen. Okay. You're like, okay, let's go. Let's go see that. Like I had I had a client once who said, you know, I have to have a house has got a pool. And I'm like, okay. And they kept wanting to go see houses without a pool. And I'm like, it doesn't have a pool. And they go, yeah, but it looks so nice. <laughs> you're like, no. So, so, so what you're really saying to me is that you would like a pool sized lot or a pool. <laughs> Either or, so, yeah. But it's hard to what I'm saying is that it's hard to narrow people down because they're all over the place. They have to be, you have to know exactly what you're looking for and how much you can afford. Absolutely. And you know, part of it is there's needs and there's wants. I know, but Your the, needs. Wants are, the wants are so much more fun. <laughs> I know they are. I know they are. However, there's no such thing as a hundred percent house. Right. There's no such thing as a hundred percent house. No. Maybe ninety, maybe ninety percent, eighty-five percent, but there's no hundred percent house because there's gonna be different things that you're gonna like in different houses. Right. And I tell people if we get a ninety percent house, you're doing well. Because what do you tell sellers then? You know how sellers want to inflate their prices because it's the way the market's going. What do you tell them? You know, when you sit down and you have, you know, what do you think you're, you know, the con, (laughs) yes, the conversation. And what do you say to them? What I say your house is worth, or what you say your house is worth has nothing to do with it. Right. It's what the buyer is willing to pay. It's what the buyer's <laughs> willing to pay. I, I do remember that. <laughs> for your house in this time, in this area. Exactly. At the second. So it's fluid. It's very fluid. So if you are getting lack of offers, if you're sitting there on the market, right now, if you're sitting on the market, you're definitely conditioned is the issue or price is the issue because if cat if i bought sold you a house for a dollar would you buy it oh, i'd have to see it first <laughs> <laughs> so you know condition you, you know condition so however um that's what is going to drive the market right People want to buy a house that is turnkey right now. I mean, they've always wanted to buy a turnkey house because no one really wants to spend the extra money to fix it up the way they want it. They want it like they want it. When they they want to move in. in and live their live their best life. They want a, they want a home builder home 
without spending the money on the landscaping and the window coverings. And that's what they want. They want right. a new home builder home mm-hmm. without spending money for the extras. That's what they oh. want. So tell us a little bit about your mentorship. We have a few minutes. Tell us um, sure. our audience more about that in case someone's interested. My mentorship, eh, easy for me to say, my mentorship program is called Mentorship Masters with EXP Realty. And we have about 3,000 agents on our team all the way uh, all the way across the country. What we're looking for is somebody that is trainable, somebody that will do will will stay accountable for what they say they'll do. And we start people all the way from if they need the real estate licenses, let's get it. If they already have the real estate real estate licenses, let's roll. And we have a system. Um, go to partner at hold on partner with samsilver.com partner with samsilver.com and if and someone needs the, to get in chart in touch with you how would they you know do you have a point of contact or do you have an email where people could email you about whether it's buying a house selling a house the mentorship program etc samsells at yahoo.com s-a-m-s-e-l-l-s at yahoo.com and my direct cell phone number is 661-418-RE AL or 661-418-7325. Well, Sam, thank you so much for giving this information. It's always good to revisit it. You know, I, I'm a true believer in the more I hear stuff like this, you know, you have to hear something like five or six times before you go, oh yeah, he did mention that, (laughs) but it's great for our (laughs) listeners, especially our veterans, because there's still the those misconceptions out there about using their VA benefits. So to my audience, I hope that you got to learn more about Sam and what he has to offer. If you have any questions, you know how to contact him. And as always, please stay safe, take care of each other. And until next time.